What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mike Check. This is Mike Check number 21. 21. And I am Christina Sev, superstar. Wendell B. Jordan is not here. Yeah, he's actually with his cousin today. He's actually with Michael B. today. So shout out to the Jordans. And you already know what it is, your boy Benz. What's poppin'? Okay, we're not here to pretend like we have a lot of things because we don't. We're gonna be very honest. So, uh, first of all, happy birthday to Nicki Minaj, the queen of two thousands of the early two thousands. I would say late two thousands. Same thing. It was in the two thousands. Shout out to Nicki Minaj, who is turning. I should have pulled that up. But something tells me she's turning like 43. Damn. Don't be How, putting extra years on her. She's in her 40s. Really? Yeah. What do, what do you remember about your first impression of Nicki Minaj? She's 39. <laughs> I mean, you wasn't far off. Let's get it. Don't be ashamed of your age. It's a blessing to be able to grow. For but sure. What's your first impression of Nicki Minaj? What do you remember first? Honestly, I didn't like her at first. Mm-hmm. Me either. Because everybody kept putting her in, in my face. And, you know, then then um, I think I started to like her more was when she was beefing with Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. She just kept dropping. That was a hot time. You know, but, yeah, my first impression, I didn't like her. I didn't like her either, not because people were putting her in my face, but because I just didn't like the gimmicks. Like, the... Alter egos, the different characters. I just didn't get it. I f- I so think I, I don't know. Like when she showed up on the pink carpet and like Safari was like doing the robot the whole time. That shit was weird to me. And when she performed, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I was like, who is this? She's trash. <laughs> and but when she put Pink Friday out, moment for life swept me off. You know, a lot of a lot of Nicki fans are like, oh. They're going, they're going crazy right now. I don't care so- about the barbs. I'm not afraid of no barbs. Shoot, I am a barbs, but I'm an honest one. And when she first okay. came out, you could tell she was just doing anything by any, like she had to be famous by any means necessary. necessary. So like, she was doing what a lot of the young kids do now. Yes. But she didn't have the social media presence. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oops. Yes. I mean, still my chukalo. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, Nicki Minaj. Uh, maybe, man. maybe that's why she got along with 6ix9ine. Mm, maybe. The gimmicks. The gimmicks, yeah, she gets it. Do anything to get where you need to be. I mean, some I'm people do things for the bag, and Nicki is known to do things for I the mean, bag. I mean, they do say bad publicity, good publicity is all publicity. Exactly. So, whatever. Uh, what's your Nicki favorite Nicki Minaj song? Hmm. I wish that I could have this moment for life. Although that is, I like that song. A lot of Even people though hate y'all that be song. in it. Um, Jeez, what is my? Pull up in the front of a Tomala, Sri Lanka. With a bad being that came from Sri Lanka. First things first, I'll eat your brain. 
Then I'ma stop rocking gold teeth and fangs, cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. Honestly, I don't know what's my favorite nickname. What? I'll be real with you. You have plenty, plenty. I mean, for you, but for me, why? Cause she's Carmi- a woman. No, because I got favorite Cardi B songs. Not to. What's your favorite Cardi-, Cardi B song? Bodak Yellow. Oh, money, money too. Money goes money. goes hard. Money. But, I think but, I have a video of you dancing. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But you don't have a favorite Nicki song that's crazy. I do like Chun Li a lot, actually. Oh. That should have been a bigger song than what it was. Um, Looks like I'm going for a swim. Seeing Green, I like. Okay. She went hard in that song, by the way. But I'm, I'm not like. Damn, that's crazy. Like, if you was to tell me, yo. Give me a Nicki Minaj song that you love or you're going to die. You would I'm die? I'm probably going to die. And that's just being honest. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't want to take anything. You didn't from like her. boom, 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 No, bass. absolutely no. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it has its, its people that love that song, but for me, I wasn't doing it. And I think I like him better with a fit cap on. He don't have a What is your favorite Nicki Minaj? He just gotta give me that good with give me that look, then pick him out. Uh, uh, uh. Excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. That's one of them. I mean, I like Super Bass a lot. You gotta be careful with singing them lyrics. You might block it. They might block it again. Please. <laughs> um, I like Super Bass a lot, but my favorite song is Moment for Life, and I like Save Me too. Come on, all y'all Nikki fans out there. I can't sing. But I like Chun Lee. I like um the one with uh Safaris in the back singing Alibs the whole time. Just for me. Bum 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 bum. I am not Jasmine, I am Aladdin. Ooh <laughs> like a dungeon jack. Nah, she went hard in that song. Nikki has moments where I'm like, yo, you did this. She definitely did. She did that. That, that we can never take from her. She has a song with um, Justin Bieber that I really like, too, I think. It's Justin Bieber. She got a lot of songs I like. I also like her on that Usher song, um, the remix. She came to give it to you. I mean, you could you could hum it into your phone and it'll tell you now. Oh, come on. That's the song for the grown folks at the casino. At the casino. <laughs> Are you smoking a cigar? Yeah, no. I hate the way casinos smell. They stink. Like they sm- smell like old, dusty people. Cigarettes. Yeah, like old, white, dusty, dusty cigarettes. All right, anyways, it Nicki Minaj. Like Uncle Allen. Not Uncle Allen. So hey, can you pass me a, a light? I'm ready, to, I'm ready to move forward. Drake has withdrawn from the Grammys, y'all. Period. No, that's not what I meant to press. I meant to press the explosion. And what was the reasoning? Okay, here it is. I'm gonna break it down for you. Let me get to it. So Drake was nominated for Best Rap Performance for Way Too Sexy Feature in Future and Best Rap Album for Certified Lover Boy. So he dropped out and they won't add anyone to replace him. 
And in 2019, if you're familiar with his speech, mm-hmm. he won a Grammy for Best Rap Song for God's Plan and spoke about how you already won. Basically, if people are fans of you, people coming out for you, then you already won and you don't need this mm-hmm. Grammy to solidify you in the game. The culture speaks for itself. And that speech went viral. So as of now, he has withdrawn and nobody from his camp has said a thing. You know, Drake is super private. He's also going through, I feel like, maybe some stress because of the Travis Scott thing, the whole thing with Travis Scott. So also Virgil. Virgil, like, I can understand why he's withdrawn from things. He also withdrew from French Montana's album. So... Well... French Montana kind of spoke on that. Yeah, he told he said what it was. He confirmed that it was about the Travis Scott thing, that he wasn't really feeling it on Drink Champs, he said it. So, I don't know, maybe his head is not in the right place. But um, at 2000, of the 2021 Grammys, the best children's albums category also stirred up some controversy where uh, three of the five artists up for the award withdrew their names in protest. The three artists asked that their places be filled with artists of color. Um, and since then, the the Grammys have... The Academy has said no, and they did not replace them. They left it at two contestants for this Grammy, the best children's album category. So it's been interesting. And, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce have also... I mean, maybe not Beyonce so much, but uh, Jay-Z has definitely spoken up against the Grammys, Frank Ocean, The Weeknd in the past. So this is not really a surprise to me that he would do this, but one can also argue that he was so disappointed in his project and the feedback Mm. and the numbers that he was like, "Mm, I'm not going to win this. That whole album was on the top 10. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not his best work. And he knows that, I'm sure. I don't know. I think a lot of those songs slap. Even if they do slap, they're like, not timeless songs. Like, I'm telling you, some some of them songs slap harder than John Wilson yeah, would say, smack, smack Your Mama. If you compare Drake to Drake, this is not his best work. So to withdraw an album like this might have been easier than for him to, like, withdraw an album like Take Care, for example. Maybe he's... Mm-hmm. And now, since you have your theory, I'm going to throw one out there. Maybe this was part of the whole agreement with Kanye to leave the floor open for Kanye. Mm, I don't think Donda so, because wins. the deal seemed more uh, on Drake's side than anything else. Like it, it looked like Kanye was held at gunpoint in that video. I was afraid for Kanye when I saw Maybe that Maybe that was part of the negotiation. I don't think so. I'm just so. saying, like, you know, Kanye might be like, hey, you know, all right, we could squash this. Yeah, they but. It was like, what do you want, Kanye? What do you want? I want the Grammy. No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I know I'm Kanye. I'm just throwing a theory out there. Kanye is going to get, I mean, yeah, but the theory doesn't make sense. Why not? They were p- pinned together on the same category. Because why would Kanye even negotiate that? That's weird to me. You can't come. I'm it's just like saying. Michael Jordan and LeBron James debating. There's no debate. They're both greats in their own time. For sure. The, that's a fact. But they, the point that they were put together in the same category changes that. I just don't see Kanye agreeing to, like, trying to negotiate because he already feels like he's the best. 
When was the last time Kanye won a Grammy? Last year. The last time they had Grammys, he won for the gospel um the gospel category. When was the last time he won for hip hop? The last time he put out an album. Jesus. I'm pretty sure he won something for Jesus. I don't think Jesus won. Are you sure? Let's look it up now because I don't know. But I feel like if not Jesus, definitely Life of Pablo. Which is a great project. Even though some people will say otherwise, but let me see. He 2021. Last rap album was 2012. 2013, he won. Was that him? Rap song? No. That's rap song. Album. No. Hey, stop guessing. No, I'm looking right at it. I'm telling you, no. Slide up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. 2012. I didn't even put Kanye West. Anyways, go on. Drake. No, I'm I'm patiently waiting for this answer. Because that that would make me feel like my my theory is a little more. Yes, but it's going to be so quiet. He got 22 wins and 70 nominations. Big ups to Kanye. In 2018, he won for producer of the year. But it doesn't say for what. And then the 59th annual, which is two years before that, 2016, he won for views, pop style. That part, ultralight beam, famous. So he got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nominations at 2016. One nomination in 2018 and a win in 2020 for his Christian music album, Jesus is King. But you still didn't answer my question. When was the last time he won rap album? It has been a while. I just told you all his nominations. I haven't said not one win. It's been a while. So I think, I think my theory is, I want to say some. some I don't think point. Kanye needs to negotiate a Grammy with Drake. That doesn't make sense. It's part of the, the drop the beef. Nah, that's situation. dumb. Because, no, that's dumb. I don't think so. That would, that would make no sense. Kanye doesn't need to negotiate. He's Kanye West. Okay, and Drake is Drake. Exactly. So... He's going to say, hey, man, if you do this favor for me, um, also win a Grammy for me. I'm just he throwing already a wild him theory for, out there. Just like, like yeah, but he already asked him theory. for a favor. So now Drake has to return the favor to him. I mean, he has to return the favor to Drake, if anything. Larry Hoover concert. No, no, no. Is Drake up. is doing Kanye a favor. So no, Kanye owes Drake a favor. Why would he ask him to pull out of the Grammy so he can because win? Because the, the Larry Hoover thing is... Not Kanye's thing. Whose is it? Larry Hoover is um with um um Prince J. J Prince. Prince. I don't He's know. He's the one really J Prince is the one pushing free free Larry Hoover. So this could I'm I'm just throwing a, a this is not a real thing. I'm just Obviously throwing the theory not, out but there. the theory has to make sense. 
You can't just say a theory and have no make no sense of it. It gotta make sense. I just think Kanye hasn't won rap album of the year for such a long time. It's time to win one. Yeah, but his album was better than Drake's anyway. And with, with with Drake, that's that's personal opinion. Um, it's pretty much popular opinion right now. I don't know personal opinion in my book. But a lot of people have been saying Donda is album of the year. It's not just me. Eh, no, it's a Donda lot. Donda is definitely not album of the year. Of course, you're not, not going to say that. Not over a lot of other projects. People say people have been saying differently though. Honestly, if it was up to me, Cole would win that. But I think that Kanye is due. No Drake in the midst of this competition leaves it open for him. All right. Well, we move on because it is what it is. And we'll have to see in February who wins. If J. Cole wins that, then all of this, all of our theories were wrong. I still think that Drake is risking it because Certified Love Boy isn't his best work. But who am I? Moving forward, academics had an interview on Million Dollars with the Game. Shout out to Million Dollars with the Game. Which was actually really Gilly good. the Kid and Wallow. And Wallow. I listened to them a lot. But this one I skipped. I also skipped the baby. So I skipped the last two episodes because um the can the culture doesn't have to cancel people for me to cancel them. And I've canceled these two people, so I have but, nothing to say about this. But maybe if you watch this interview, you'll kind of understand academics a little better. I don't want to understand. Although, him. although I don't agree with the way he he handled things, I do understand where he he came from. I just don't have no interest. I have I have no desire to feel bad for him, to understand him, to feel him, none at all. But let me ask you a question. What did he do that was so bad? I just don't support people who are toxic to the culture and toxic. When was the last? Toxic? Wait, let me finish. And toxic to the black community. There's a lot of bad examples in our neighborhood as it is. For sure. It's bad enough to have someone with this much power mm-hmm. to be a bad influence in the black community. Not even when it comes to Chicago beef, just the way he runs his content, the way he is as a person. He's instigate. He's always, it reminds me of Wendy Williams. Like, I don't like Wendy Williams either. I don't follow anything she does. Like, these people are so negative and there's already, it's like talking shit about your family in front of people. You give then the other side a reason to judge you misjudge you because they don't know you they only know what you're telling them and if what you're telling them is negative then all they will know and see is negative and his platform is so negative and so like no let me let me ask i, you I just don't like his energy i don't like his energy i have all. to make sure that you know when was the last time in your book academics cross the line he crosses the line every time he speaks well, why? Where? I just How? told you why. On his own platform, I just told you why. Why are you trying to make me explain myself why no, I don't I'm support not, him? I just don't just support him. To, I'm I just think trying he's to get trash. to the bottom of why. Because the if culture you needs to be more selective of if, who they let in the industry like they used to do back in the late 90s, early sure, 2000s. For sure. There's too many like cornballs being inducted into the culture. Like, unfortunately, he will, he will be iconic. But his 
legacy is ugly. It's negative. It's like nasty. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like his energy at all. He rubs me the wrong way. And I can't watch somebody I don't agree with. And I don't want to understand him because our morals and our values are different. He does what it takes to be famous. I don't rock with that. That's it. And the baby, same thing. He's abusive. He's violent. He's a corn. Like, I just can't agree with that. I don't have that capacity in my life. I don't have capacity for negative vibes to take it up. And I think that more people should be selective in what they take in. Because a lot of these people are inspiring people. They're like idols to other people. And they're just not good for the community. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But anyways, what did, do you have something to say since you're no, trying just, to convince me to like him? I'm not trying to convince you to like anybody. I'm just asking the why. You know what I mean? Because... Most people just bring up the Chicago, but yet they, you know, and he had, he mentioned this, like a lot of people hate him, but it's pretty lazy to just hate him for what's happening in Chicago because a lot of the rappers out there are rapping about this stuff. And I don't listen to those guys either. You know, and, you know, not to throw anybody on the bus, but, you know, that's the two sides of the coins and people are just choosing the easy route. Instead of call, calling the spades a spades. I mean, I don't know. My listening ears and my, what's it called? My palette of music mm-hmm. and content is based off energy. What I want to feel. What I like. And academics, people like academics, 6 9 The Baby, R. Kelly, Trey Songs, like, there's just so future. There's just so many men that have like showed their ass in recent years. And I can't support somebody like that because it, yes, it's music, whatever it's content, make your money, get the bag. But I don't agree with how you're getting your bag. If it's at the expense of somebody else's respect, reputation, how we treat people, then I don't want it. And DJ academics is all of those things. So even that whole Chicago scene, like, I don't listen to Little Dirk. I don't listen to none of that because they're all just, they're misled. The youth is misled. For sure. And I just can't get with that energy. It's too, it's too dark. Like, remember what Cardi B was saying? How a lot of the artists from now are, like, sad and they're, like, they're always talking about trauma and shooting niggas and selling drugs it's like it's the same thing and it just reminds me of the very issues we have in our community and i don't i don't i don't know i don't like it i just can't fuck with that energy bro i don't that's like that's understandable it. but yeah i thought i thought this interview was pretty pretty good um i learned a lot about academics i learned not to hate them okay i mean i don't hate them you know what i mean because a lot of people the reason why I ask also the whys is because a lot of people just don't like them because it's a trend as well. Right. Like it's just, I don't, I don't like that. It's like the whole in style to the, not like him. Remember when everybody was hating on Russ, but Russ is a great artist. I love Russ. You know what I mean? Oh, he's too arrogant. This, that, the other. Sure. He might come off that way, but he worked hard to be that. You know what I'm saying? He is like, very arrogant though. But you know what I mean? I don't look at that as a as a 
really bad thing. Like I should hate somebody because of that. No, you know no, I mean? no, no, definitely not. And what this this interview taught me is not to hate because you know everybody didn't like academics, but now I can be like, okay, I don't like the guy. I don't like what he stands for most of the time, but you know, also I don't hate the guy. Yeah. That can, that works. I mean, to each his own. I have not watched this interview, so I don't have anything to say. But did you watch the whole thing? I pieced it out. Pieced it out in in and out. So how can you defend this man and you haven't even watched the whole interview? Because when he was speaking on the part of how people view him, I did watch that whole piece. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can speak on that. I didn't. I didn't care for any other extra stuff. He spoke about his beef with um Freddie Gibbs, which kind of is like the big man picking on the little guy. Mm. And I was kind of like, okay, I, I thought I thought both of them are they're both corny for even having this back and forth. But you know, he kind of did drop a bomb on. On Freddie Gibbs, talking about how his his pops is like a DA or something, and then his brother's like a like some federal agent type of thing. I have the scoops no out there. No idea. The scoops out there, and you know he's like this guy is rapping about selling drugs, but then again, his dad's a DA or whatever he is in in the justice system, and his. Brothers like some high, high as somebody in criminal justice. You know what I mean? So how does that correlate with him being gangster? And then he was talking about how um he had said that he could have had academics um really hurt. You know what I mean? It, it gets pretty pretty crazy, and and like they talk talk about it in depth. And he mm-hmm. shows like screenshots to. Gillian Wallow and they're like everybody was kind of shut that's interesting I don't know I mean a lot of trouble he's called his own way with his own mouth so you reap what you sow and if you don't like to reap that stuff then be careful what you sow I gotta respect him because he's he's with the shits he was like I mean, Bring if you want to be that dumb, then by all I means. I don't, you know, recommend that for anybody, but also, he's like, yo, you know, anybody wants to have a reason to step on the little guy or the talking guy, come. I'm ready. Yeah. So, moving on, <laughs> we mentioned Cardi B. Cardi B is now Playboy's first creative director in residence. This is a double win for Cardi two weeks in a row. Last week, she just got her second diamond single. And this week, she becomes first creative director in residence at Playboy magazine. What does that mean? That she's going to be able to create whatever content comes to her mind for Playboy. So, okay. I can assume that she'll be teaming up with all kinds of people to get some shit going. And everybody loves Cardi. She has connections. She's one of the biggest superstars in the world. So I think people will pull up for her and make it do what it do. It should be 
interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I don't really care for Playboy. I mean, we don't know what she's going to do with it. She can do anything. It says, as part of her new role, Cardi will also take on responsibilities as a founding member of Centerfold, a new creator-led platform similar to OnlyFans, which will allow content creators to interact directly with fans, according to Forbes. So basically, she's going to have some exclusive shit, some sexy, nasty stuff. I mean, Playboy's more like... I'm not... I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. I don't know. Cardi's nasty. I don't know. Who knows? She could be like giving us pole lessons. I don't know. I mean, she's not doing porn. This is. I said pole, not porn. Oh, I'm sorry. Sick. I was like, whoa. Just sick. But yeah, let's see what happens. I'm not crazy about Playboy, so this doesn't really. It says the brand revealed that the new site will amplify the messages of the most revolutionary voices of our day through digital covers, feature stories, interviews, and of course, striking in sensual pictorials pictures for those of you that are slow. Um, I mean, she should yeah. hire me to do some of them pictorials. I think you're going to say to be. In the to get sexy, I thought you wanted a. This is Playboy, not Playgirl. Put on the thong. Okay, just checking. I don't know. Listen, I don't know what you identify as. I see what you <laughs> did there. Okay. And from one diamond artist to the next, the box goes diamond. <laughs> How bad you did that. <laughs> 10 million units in the US since it's released two years ago. The song, which appeared mm-hmm. on 2000, on his 2019 debut album, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, and it spent 11 weeks at number one on the Billboard's Hot 100. Congratulations. Isn't it, isn't it still on Billboard's? Mm-hmm. I think it's still in that top 100s. Pull up the whole list. I'm going to get lazy. I don't know. I think it's still on there. Um, didn't he announce that he was dropping something? Yes, he is dropping an album very soon. I'm ex- very excited for that because whew, it's been real dry for a couple weeks now. Look at us. We're so spoiled every week that I'm concerned about a couple weeks, but. Also, I guess we're moving into music. Um, what's his name? Russ announced an album. It's coming very soon, and the track list is looking very, very spicy. He got Styles P on there, West Side Gun. Oh, so he's gonna be rapping. rapping. Oh yeah, he's going in. Let me see. I found it on Zuzu. Found uh, what do I know? Shout out to Zuzu, um, content creator of What Do I Know. He writes all about new shit and he'd be putting up track lists when he finds them. He can't find it. Maybe it was on his story, but let me see if I can look it up. So I don't know. Now that Russ is coming, the album of the year kind of changes. Is he coming? Not for the Grammys. Coming out for the beginning, the end of the year or the beginning? This year he's dropping today. I mean, not today. He's dropping. This weekend? Not this weekend. Let me read. It says. 
Russ made ways, putting his rhymes to the test in the rhyme blah, 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 on Wednesday, December. He's returned to the flesh Wednesday, December 8th. Hold on. What is this article saying to me? Article. He's returned to flesh out of the idea with a full-length project for the sequel, which is set to arrive at midnight on Wednesday, December 8th. So, tonight. Oh, wow. So, he's he's going a different route instead of Thursday night. Well, well Friday, Friday morning. For Chomp 2, Russ is slated to lyrically spar in the booth with some of the best hip-hop has to offer. Bitch. Okay. Hold on. Does he got a Lloyd Banks? What? Ransom, Papoose, The Game, Westside Gun Styles P, produced by Ninth Wonder, Jadakiss, Big Crit, Snoop Dogg, DJ Premier. I'm excited. Jay Electronica, produced by Harry Fraud, Big Sean Wale, Joey Badass, and Hit Boy, produced by Machine and Ghostface, produced by the motherfucking Alchemist, Jeez Louise, Sci Fi The Prince, and Lloyd Banks, produced by Static Selector. Mozzie produced by Bing. Oh my gosh. And the Damn, last that's a crazy track list. Song produced by Boy Wonder. All right. 14 tracks and a bunch of legends. I'm I'm excited. He has a he has a point to prove, God darn it. And he's going to prove it. He's gonna prove to people he's the most underrated rapper of this time today. I think I don't think he's the most underrated. Who's more underrated than him? J.I.D. Nah. J.I.D.'s new. No. Russ been doing this longer than J.I.D. In they're the public about, eye. They're about around the same No, time. they're not. J.I.D. just got signed to Dreamville like four years ago. Russ been in the game for 10 years already. Falling in love. Losing control. That losing control song came out like 2015, 2016, maybe sooner. That joint is old. But anyway, I'm excited for this as well. I I never thought I could. This is interesting. I This is my first time really excited for a Russ project. I like them all, but this one. You got a track produced by Alchemist. He got Harry Fraud, Hit Boy, Boy Wonder, I mean, Static Selector. Did you say DJ Premier? Papoose is on the album. Like, this is just crazy. Yo, yeah, did I ever Premier. tell you the story about Papoose? What? In New York? In New York? I was in the same elevator. I didn't know it was Papoose. No, no, he's always... He had a mask on, though, to be fair. And then when I walked out with him, everybody was like, oh, Papoose. Ah. And then I was like, oh, shit, Papoose. Then I couldn't be like, yo, what up? Like, I said, what's up when I walked into the elevator, but it was like, yo, what up? What up? That's it. We rolled up the elevator. We got out, and everybody was like, Papoose. I was like, oh. Scratching my head like, damn. Maybe respected that. Like, he's nah, just for a sure. regular dude. But going into new music, uh, Mary J. Blige. Hold, hold on. We didn't touch on the versus battle yet. Oh, I didn't watch it. I don't know anything about it. You didn't about watch it? it? What? I don't want to. Stutter and put misinformation out there. I for those listening, I think Bone Thugs won. Just throwing it out there. I really do. First of all, none of you ugly motherfuckers is gonna come 
was like, God damn. Yo, my horns were off the whole fucking time. That makes me really angry, but it's fine. Yo, from what I saw, shout out to uh, um, Sound, who put that shit up right away as soon as it came out. Basically, Busy Bone, from my observation, I have not watched the Versus Battle, but I've been trying to kind of keep up with what's going on. Busy Bone already came out on some crazy wild shit. Like, if you motherfuckers want to mess with me, y'all devil-worshipping motherfuckers. Like, he was going crazy. I mean, he was he was saying calling them devil worshippers, but I mean, what do you expect with a name know, like Three Six Mafia? I know, but listen, it gets deep. It gets deep. So Busy Bones talking shit. Of course, Three Six is kind of heating things up, but from the mainstream perspective, everybody thinks that Three Six Mafia is gonna have this battle. Mm-hmm. And they brought out all these people. They brought out Little Wayne. They brought out uh, who else did they bring out? They brought out. Um, Lil Wayne, Project Pat came out. Um, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Oh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard to perform the song from um, Whoop. It's so hard for a pimp. Yeah, hard, hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, so you know everybody's already going into this with oh Mm -hmm. these niggas are corny, they're old, they're washed, Mm -hmm. and you know they're known for being angry, especially Busy Bone. Remember they had the whole beef with Migos. Mm -hmm. Finally patched it up. Whatever. So Busy Boom was going off on social media and 36 Mafia was kind of being more playful about it. You could tell that they were more confident mm-hmm. going into it. And then we come to the night and I didn't watch it. But I did see highlights. And when he said that, I guess so apparently he thought that they were like uh, trying to sing like him on nah, stage. So so what happened was, you know, they were they were doing their song and Gangsta Boo and I forgot the other guy's name from Three Six. They're they're doing these little dances, so you know, Busy's like, "Yo, none of you ugly, ugly motherfuckers, motherfuckers is, is gonna <laughs> be mocking me," which is you know true. But they weren't mocking him. They weren't, but it looked like it. You know what I mean? If I'm that, per- I'm Busy Bone. I'm looking at it like, "Yo, they're mocking us." I'm gonna say something now before. Before this goes any further, okay. And well, this was early it, so. in in the battle, and uh, you know, um, Juicy J goes, "Suck my dick." Yeah, he told him to suck it, and then he threw something at him, and then somehow he wandered up behind everybody. Like, nigga, how you throw a bottle and you end up all the way in the back? <laughs> That's funny. What I they didn't both like threw also. At each other. Right. What I didn't like was the gangsta boo. I don't know who the hell that is, but they were like, he must have not took his medication. Like, just saying crazy shit and, like, just disrespectful and, like, insensitive things. I understand, okay, he said suck my dick. He called him ugly. There was already tension. Mm-hmm. I get that. But at the end of the day, it's like you pointing out someone's mental health or their trauma, whatever it is, or... Their instability is kind of like lowest of the low. You're you're lowballing. Yeah, for me, you can't come back from that. Like, that's disrespectful. She tried to humiliate him, and he already humiliated himself. Like, you didn't have to add. Well, he did because he walked off the stage, and because of him, they almost ended the whole thing. But I don't think it was his fault. Even if it wasn't his fault at that moment, you know what I mean. Leading up to the battle, okay, I can. 
I can give him all the credit for yeah, talking all the shit that he did. But at the battle, okay, had but, Juicy J not said suck my dick. Okay, but seriously, I don't think that like that they're far. like 40, 50 years old still getting mad at suck my dick. That shit's dumb. Like for you're sure, gonna lose the, the whole bag for that. Some people take don't take it lightly. Well, he needs you know, to grow like up. Charlemagne always says it. Two things. He says, never invite another man to another man. But man's. that's old school, like, small-minded things. Like Not everybody has shit. the mentality you hold. Exactly. So you have to look but at it. But you always do the opposite to me, where you're like, oh, well, you know, everybody needs to get on their grind. And I'm like, well, not everybody thinks that. This is the same thing. You're telling For me sure. to think another way. But I'm saying, at what age do we get? In- some, some people never grow. Okay, but at what age in hip-hop do we put a threshold like, yo, this is the standard. If you can't be like this, then you're okay. not allowed in. Because white people do that all the damn time. And we're out here just letting Busy Bone run rampant in the streets. <laughs> well, I don't know about letting him rampant in the street, but all I can say is I feel like he wasn't all the way He he shouldn't have been all the way faulted for what happened. He was. They were both wrong, but he should have never walked off. Yeah, and but ended but people automatically pick sides. They were both wrong. People, you said it right. Sides. They were both wrong. He should never. He should never said all the stuff he said. Juicy J should never disrespected him in that way. And you know, but the thing is that he's taking all the backlash. On it, you of know. So course, I feel like because damn. you're the one that was poking the bear already. So people True. were already coming in against you for sure. That's what I pre-gamed the whole conversation with. That everybody mm-hmm. already came on Three Six Mafia's side because in the mainstream world, Three Six Mafia is more accoladed. Yes. So everybody already came against Bone Thugs and Harmony. People were already on Twitter going ham yeah. against them. So then for you to do this kind of proves everybody's perspective of you right. You yeah, get what because, I'm saying? Because Gang Sabu also said, oh, he's only doing that because they're losing. Yeah, so there Which, was already... In reality, I don't think they were losing at that point. I, I don't didn't think watch they, it. I'm also not a big fan of... Also, it's Harmony. two different types of energies. Bone Thugs is rapping about thug shit. Yeah. And Three Six is like... Yeah, it's still thug shit, but it's, it's club shit. Yeah, like we're getting lit type of music. So it's it was on my knob, like corn on a gun. It was kind of like a mismatch in a way. But also, it proved that Bone Thugs catalog holds the test of time because they went against Juicy J. Play, played Dark Horse. Hmm. I'm just I'm just saying that like when you have to pull out of the Katy Perry bag, I think you're losing. Yeah, and that song is trash. But did you know that in 1980, Busy Bone and his two sisters were abducted by their mother's boyfriend? I did not know that. Yeah. That I mean, talking about mental health, and they were that could be. Yep. While their mom was at work, they the boyfriend came in and kidnapped them, and he told them that their mom was dead. 
Can you believe that? Can you believe how traumatizing that must be to tell a little kid, hey, your mom is dead and now you're stuck with me? And then two years later realize it was all a lie? Yo, the mind fuck. Then I immediately thought about what that lady said to him. And that's why I didn't take it lightly. Because you don't, do you know what this man has been through? Like, that's traumatizing. That's enough to drive anybody crazy. So what this taught me more than anything is that hip-hop ignores mental health so much. Especially the older rappers. Like, like 50 belongs in a therapist. With a therapist. Let's be honest. All the lashing out he does in public. And dissing people all up in everybody's... That's... There's something wrong with that man. Although he can't he keep just a girl. It up with French Montana. Of course he did because the shit was childish and old, and Fifty don't care about anything. He's rich. He'll, I think Fifty will forgive any beef, except or at least make peace with the beef. Anybody from from Murder Inc. That's why I said at least make peace with the beef. Like they got beef, but they made mm-hmm. peace with it. Like this is what it is. It's cemented. But like someone like French, they didn't really have beef. But my point is, like, I don't know. It's just so scary. Like, hip-hop is so big and so vast and so impactful. I think we have to be even more careful with how we treat each other. And that's it. I don't know. That th- I think that was foul. But uh, Swiss Beats was talking shit in the chat. He talked about them wanting more than they could bargain for. That they haven't been on tour in a long time. That they want to show up. And he started saying, for now on, if you show up late, you get paid late. And I think that that makes a great point. Because black people like to be late all the damn time. Acting like time isn't money. Like, time is, like, precious. When you say something, you commit to something, you have to be on time. And when you're not on time, it can't be, like, waiting and waiting for you because you set this time and you know when you rent a venue everything is timed so imagine renting a madison square garden for four hours Mm -hmm. you got to show up at nine and the stars show up at 11 now you only have from 11 to 1 to do a four hour show you can't do that things are planned for a reason and you should abide by that and now that versus is this big ass brand you cannot fuck this up. So I understand his frustration. It was For a little sure. unprofessional. But he ended up saying that this was the best versus battle. What do you think? I disagree with that, but <laughs> it was, I would say it was the most entertaining. Okay. I'll, simply because I guess I'll of go a, back and watch it then. So like the, th- the entertaining part about it was obviously the, the little beef. Not little I, beef. I, I don't, actually, I take that back. It wasn't the most entertaining. It wasn't. Maybe for me, because I am a fan of both of the cliques, and I was like, oh, shit, they're playing riding spinners or some shit like that. Like, it was exciting for me. But I could see from someone that's not really a fan, you'd be like, oh, this battle's kind of whack. Mm. You know, so I had, I had to take that back. Okay. Well, I'll go back and watch it. It's definitely a good watch. And, you know, you get to see the catalog Bone Thugs have that's actually way greater. And I I, I mean, if you listen to the show, y'all know I listen to Bone Thugs, reg- not on the regular, but 
I know I listen to them. And to see them hold up high to someone like a group like 3-6 means more than people are, you know, giving them credit for. Yeah, like at least they could even show up to the battle and battle. Exactly. Yeah. Because how many people thought going into the battle, 3-6 got this all the way? Everybody. Mostly everybody. But that's because they're more main, mainstream. But moving on to new music for the last part of this episode. Amazing featuring DJ Khaled by Mary J. Blodge. And she also dropped a song called Good Morning Gorgeous. And Corday and Lil Wayne also dropped a song called Sinister. Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, Earth Gang, and many, many more like SZA and French Montana. And DJ Snake and Juice World and Lucky Day. Sean Mendes burnt fires. So many. Did you listen to any new music? The Lil Wayne Corday. Corday Lil Wayne. Did you like it? Absolutely. Did you listen to the new burnt fires? Absolutely not. Did Did you, you said absolutely and, not. And it's not because I don't like burnt fries. I I, I like them. Did the you only, listen to Blast the, new song? Actually, I think I did. To anything? I listened to the new Khaled and um Khalid. No, the new Khaled and um Mary J. Blige and Setch. Oh, but that was two really weeks like. ago. Not this week. It was two weeks ago. Yeah. So I feel like December's kind of like been been slow for me to be honest. It just started. I it's listened. only December eighth, so. I mean, I, I all weekend I've been listening to the Chucky Seven Three project, um, which I the what? A lot. Chucky Seventy Three. Oh, Chucky Seventy Three. Why do you uh, say things in Spanish meant to say in Spanish and English? No, that's is it Seventy Three Siete Three. Okay, so why do you say Seventy Three? Because in English, that's how you say it. But that's okay. Whatever, we're moving and, on. And he makes a lot of songs with like Fabio Foreign. So a lot of people already identify as him as Chucky 73. Sp- Spanish speaking people would call him Chucky 73. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Wreckage Manor, a project by Styles P, produced by Havoc. Havoc. I actually listened out. to some of that. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't like it. It, like it, it, it it wasn't a lot of it wasn't what I expected because Styles P's been putting out some dope projects lately. Um, from what I've heard, it's it's lacking for me, not lyrically, but just kind of like the the sound for me wasn't all that. Yeah, I didn't like the sound either. Lyrically, Styles P will never fail. He's Styles P, but. Mm. I just, I couldn't bump this at all. Not in my headphones, not in my car. I tried different settings in the day, in the night, in the middle of the day, while I'm working. I tried multiple settings and it just did not work for me. And it's unfortunate because these are two iconic rappers mm-hmm. and artists, but it's a no for me, dog. I'll tell you what, I'm excited for that Rick Ross, which was supposed to come out last week and it didn't drop. I think you guys just had the date wrong. 
No, because I could have sworn it said. You could have sworn, but you're not sure. Let's look it up. Rick Ross' new album, 2021. It does not say, but he did put out another song called Little Havana. Mm-hmm. Which than I, ever I mess with. I like it. All right. Okay. With the Dream and Willie Willy Falco. Who is that? Sounds like some Puerto Rican Cuban stuff. It does not say. Oh, he put out the track list. Uh, Benny the Butcher's on the album. Wale, Future, Dream Doll. Major Nine, Blast, 21 Savage, of course, 21. I mean, Jasmine Sullivan and Wiz Khalifa. That's interesting. He never put a date to it. Releasing next Friday. When was that? December 3rd. So it comes out the 17th. Wait, no, it comes out the 10th this weekend. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not jumping off my seat for it. I feel I feel like maybe this is a little short. What the album list, the yeah. track list? It's twelve Something songs. Like, maybe he's going this short route. This is not that short. Short is like eight songs. This is not short. This is a normal mid, length album. Mid, mid length. It's like probably an hour, forty nine minutes, fifty four, but. I like it better that way anyway. I'm not trying to listen to an album for an hour and a half anymore unless you're somebody who's really, really creative. But straight hip-hop, bars, rapping, no beat switch, just constant. I can't do it. The boom bap. I mean, nah, not even. Some boom bap has switch-ups. Like Nas. Nas has evolved. His sound has evolved. For me, it's my favorite album of the year hip-hop album of the year but i'm gonna save my opinions for our year end episode look forward to that year end episode we're gonna have some friends with us here some other people that are also engulfed in the culture love the culture respect the culture create their own content i don't want to say the names yet because although they have confirmed i just want to get it all on email paper permanent Everybody on the same page. And then we'll announce who's going to be on the show. Very excited. So look forward to that. Subscribe now. Hit that bell. Smash the like button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Copy this link. Share it on your news feed. Share it on Twitter. Share it with your family, your friends, your aunt, your grandma, everybody. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Anchor, please make sure to subscribe. And then go to the Apple Podcast website and rate us. Or if you have an iPhone, you can do it right from your phone. And when you rate us, other people can find us. And that's how we can um, keep spreading our crazy takes and Ruben's crazy theories. And I am... And I had a crazy one today. (laughs) And I am Christina Sev, superstar. Wendell B. Jordan is not here with us, but I'm sure he's with his cousin, Michael B. You already know what it is. Your boy, Dan's. It's a wrap.